This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet podcast. Today, on today's episode, we're going to talk to Tim Mazarana and discuss his first bow hunt. Where he killed a nice little buck. Doe. It was really cute. Doe. Where he killed a nice little doe. <laughs> it was really cute. I thought it was a buck. <laughs> a a button buck. So uh, we're here today with myself, Ops. Jamie Nopum, Bob McGee, Chris McGee, and the man himself, Tim Mazarana. Now let's hear about your story, Tim. Um, we- yeah, it's uh, it's going to bring me back here. It's, uh, it's a couple of years ago now. Um so it was uh it was a weekend where uh you were hunting with uh hunting from with some good peeps, Dave uh Dave Thomas and uh <laughs> And we were out uh we were also with uh, Lane Walker. I think uh, I think Kevin was there as well. Um and he was looking for his first uh bow kill for uh with the doe. Um, or something with a bow, at least, and uh, it was kind of a, it was kind of a really cool weekend. Just kind of the you know the guys out there for the weekend. Um, I think the uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the, the, that was the uh, weekend that we uh, watched the uh, scary movie. <laughs> the hunted. Um, yeah, the hunted. And uh, let, let me just let me just tell you, if you've never seen it, you definitely have to watch. I watched it. it by myself in the basement. Yeah, yeah I almost the didn't want to go night, hunting. The night before you go <laughs> hunting, because. Uh, so we, we got there, it was, uh, it was on a Friday, um, did the evening hunt, came back, you know, good food, all that stuff, and we sat back and watched that movie, and uh, woke up in the morning, um, needless to say, I don't think I, I didn't see anything that morning, uh, half because I was out like with my flashlight half the time looking for ghosts, so, <laughs> you know, you're out, out dead at night. Snipe hunting. No, that, that was it. Was it was? I'll tell you, it was. Uh, it was freaky. I mean, you, you start to hear things that you never heard before. Um, so we're we're out, you know, the morning hunt, and in uh, so it's a Saturday morning, um, pretty slow morning, really nothing going on. Um, there, there's two stands. It's like a 40 acre uh, parcel, and there's two stands out. Uh, Dave's hunting in the back. I'm hunting up in uh, in the front blind. Um, and there was, you know, there was really mo- nothing going on. So, you know, morning hunt ends. We we uh, do some work and you know, go back out uh, to the evening hunt. And uh, same setup. You know, Dave in the back stand. I'm up in the front stand. And uh, it took a little while. It was right at, you know, right at sweet time. Um, right when that sun's going down, things are getting a little bit cooler. And out uh, out comes a uh, a doe. And uh, just got uh, got two little kids with her. Um, and uh, it just, you know, it happened, it happened quick. They come out right in the middle, watching for a little while, um, eating, eating in the food plot. And, uh, you know, almost the whole time, just facing me, just facing me, facing mm-hmm. me, facing me. 
and uh, I wanted to shoot. But, <laughs> you know, you get nervous. Your first one, you're like, dude, this is going to happen. Right, don't miss the first there. one. Yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> um, so about, you know, we're watching for about five minutes or so, and, and uh, which seems like an eternity. And she finally, uh, she finally quarters away. And uh, she was uh, about 42 yards, so you know, I arrange it real quick. She's at 42 yards, put it on there, and uh, there you go. So she, mm-hmm. you know, she went and uh, she actually she she ran she ran uh, she ran off, waited a little bit, and uh, all of a sudden, um, there's another one that comes out, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, dude, double it up one night, right? First time, gonna be awesome. And I'm like, nah. I can't, you know, I'm not going to do that two does. So, but that Dave, Dave hadn't seen much either, and uh, you know, the, the trail that they've been really taking was was coming uh, from the east, coming into my stand, and then kind of turning and going up towards Dave's normally. So it sat there, sat there, sat there, and we're getting towards the last light. And uh, you know, I'm talking to Dave and text message all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm just going to shoot it, man. It's just going down, you know. And, and uh, he's like, No, and I'm like, Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. Um, what I end up doing is uh, I end up getting out of the out of the blind, see if I can scare her back to Dave. And uh, we, you know, I get out of the blind, um, walk a little bit, and like, she she sees me, but you know it's that last light thing, you know, eating all that stuff, and she gets spooked, um, and starts running right towards Dave. <laughs> and uh, so you get it, give it a couple minutes, and uh, all of a sudden you hear off in the distance, whack. And Dave texts me. She's like, "I got it, man." So it was, it was pretty cool. We end up uh, we end up uh, doubling up uh, that night, uh, both of us with a dono. Mine was a lot bigger, of course, than Dave's. Um, but I think that's I, I don't think uh, anybody's <laughs> going to doubt that at all. Uh, but it was really cool. So you know, it ends. We and we go out. We try and you know we're, we're looking for it, and we we can't find this thing anywhere. So mine. So we we go out and blood trail, and you know, we look at the video, and we're like, man, it, you know, it looked high. At first, and we keep watching the video, watching the video, um, and we're like, "No, that was a that was a that was a good shot, man. And you got something on that one." So we gave it a little bit of time, went back out, and we're just searching. There's five of us searching, um, and it it took us. I mean, we walked the whole 40 acres, I think, and uh, Kevin found it. Um, it was uh, he's just walking along. It was in. You were hunting that really tall grass, though. Yeah, well, and that's where it went. Us. Yeah, it went in the grass, went in the tall grass, and just laid over. And there was no blood trail around at all. He just he stumbled upon it, and that was it. So Kevin's was, really uh, good at finding blood trails. Yeah, it was. I you know, and I don't. No, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even give him that credit. He just stumbled upon it. He just stumbled. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was. Uh, it was. It was cool, man. Um, you know, and we were actually thinking about just leaving it and you know trying to find it in the morning because it was you know pitch black out. There's there's if we're not finding it quick because it wasn't it was a pretty decent shot. Um, you know, so we almost gave up on it, but I think that just goes to say that, uh, you know, if you know you got a good shot, you got it. You got to get out there and, and yeah. get it. Now, there's, and there's definitely times where you let it sit. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, there are definitely times where you let it sit, but uh, when you know you have a good shot and you give it a decent amount and you kind of know where it went, I mean, you definitely. Well, sometimes you can't wait that. though either because of coyotes. Yeah. Well, yeah. and here's the other thing: it started so raining. You got to weigh the yeah the risks it, versus absolutely, and, and, the, and the weather trails. too started to turn, so it started to sprinkle mm-hmm. a little bit too. And you know, if we let it go overnight, now you're down right. no blood trail, right. and now you're just zigzagging trying to find. I can't it. tell you the number so. of people I've I know that have hunted and left them overnight for one reason or another. Yeah. And they track it out in the morning, and the hindquarters are all gone. Well. It's just. Something you've got to weigh yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah, no doubt. So it, it was a, it was awesome, man. It was a it was a great time. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better group of guys to to be there for my first one, and uh, you know, it was uh, it was memorable for yeah. sure. So mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of credit for to Lane for letting us come back. Um, you know, it was the same 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 uh, same spot actually that uh, uh, Dave's son last oh, okay. year uh, mm-hmm. got his first year out of. So. Um, no, something about that spot. They like the, they <laughs> like the newbie spot. hunters, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, very, very cool. cool. I'll tell you that the meat never tasted so good. Oh yeah, <laughs> it just tastes a lot better when you get it yourself. That's yep. right. That's right. So very, very cool. cool though. I don't know. Um, everybody remembers their first one, I think, yep. and uh, it's always memorable. You know, wish it was a big buck. I don't have that story to tell, yeah. but uh, it's it always took this me, year. Well, and it, yeah, <laughs> it took me thirty-three years. To get my first one, so. Did you? You never hunted much, though, really. No, did I was. I was growing up. I was never a. Uh, I was never a hunter. There was nobody in my family that yeah. hunted. I had nobody that, that that you know. We we never talked about hunting. Or what we what we what I did do a lot of was fish. We did a yeah. ton of fishing. Um, you know, myself and buddies and all that kind of stuff. But never never a big hunter. And uh, you know, Dave got me into it. Um, obviously, you know, through working through bow hunter and planet and all that stuff too. And uh, it was something that, um, yeah, I love the outdoors. The yep. outdoors is pretty, you know, I, I could live outdoors. Yeah, exactly. You'll be <laughs> Oh, um, you're like me. I, I didn't start hunting until I met my wife's parents. Yeah. And that was in my early 20s. Yeah. And everybody in her family deer hunted. So 20, 22. So they took you out in the woods and tried to scare the hell out of you, basically. They did. Here's my, father, my, father, my father-in-law tried to scare me away several times, and it just didn't work. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, a late bloomer, but from there, it's... Uh, it's Game on. You get the itch. You get the itch. You know, everybody's going to laugh out there, you know, um, as being part of a hundred planet for so long, but uh, still, have you have to get a buck, man. So, you know, it's, it's, but hard, it's, that's it's hard bow, with a bow. It's, it's hard with a bow. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean the, the gun hunting is a total different That's aspect, right. I mean, your, your early season and you're, you're pattering them. You're, you're patterning yeah. them. Patterning them when they're coming yeah, into food exactly. plots. You know. in, in, instead of, uh, you know, instead of calling them in. And, and you know, it's, it's more about being in the right place at the right time. Which um, is hunting in general. I which mean, is hunting in general. But I think, I think early know, season, it's a lot easier. Hunting in the rut, you know, it is a lot easier. To see bucks. Not saying that it's easier yeah. to get. Them, if you're waiting for an eight point in Michigan, you're you're, you're, you know, you're waiting a long time. A bow. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. think I've shot a bug with my bow in like five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because I wait for a you know eight point outside the ears, and yep, we do the herd management. No, yeah. all of us shoot does. Because, mm-hmm. like Jamie said, you know, Michigan, it's hard to find a nice eight point. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find an eight point. Period. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I switched a gun on opening day just to give myself a little bit of an advantage. You got to. You got to take your two, three days of gun hunting mm-hmm. and then go back to the bow. Yeah. Well, well, after you get your first deer, and that's what we're actually eating right now, is Dave cooked up some, uh, looks like spicy venison and potatoes in the old can cooker. Can cooker sent us a couple uh, a couple products there to test out, and I took one actually up north and cooked some eggs in it, and I cooked some, uh, I had a sausage, a little sausage boil with some potatoes and corn. I'm telling you what, man, it cooks it pretty it cooks much pretty anything good. in less than an hour. Really? Like a whole roast. That's perfect. I, I, put, I put potatoes in there in the morning to make with my breakfast, and I, 10 minutes, 
Nice. Took them out. They're almost like mashed potatoes. I'm like, holy crap. Well, I'm looking at it thinking <laughs> seafood. Seafood, yeah. oh, corn, yeah. potatoes. See, they have a whole... You would have... On their website, there's 200-some recipes. Now, I haven't spent much time. Is it, is it a pressure cooker? Is that really steam the... Cook, uh, steam cooker. Steam cooker. Mm-hmm. No way. You, you put... Whatever you put in there, you put like... Yeah. A bunch of water. 12 ounces of beer or water or whatever in there. And, I mean, it just steams it. It's done. That is it's a good like, awesome. thing for turkey. Yeah. They're really good turkey breast. Well, what's nice about it is it's, it's, it's compact. It doesn't take up a lot of yeah, space. Yeah, they, they have you the small one. That's the too? that the one that Dave brought there is the junior's the small one, and then the rest of them are yeah. you know yeah, bigger. Yeah, you can actually do a yeah. boil or something. Good for, for bear, bear camp. That, camp. that oh, yeah. small one, I bet you could easily feed ten people with that. Oh, for sure. And now Especially the like other bear camp. One. Bear camp, you'd, we'd be able to bring that really to bear camp. Crawfish boilers, so many cool things. Some corn, some crawdads. Oh, I need a potatoes. Yeah, we should do that. That'd be good. Really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surf and turf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some lobster tails. Ooh. Bobby Bam. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Another terrace. <laughs> you guys forget it. You heard it here. You said you Now, what we should do is make a trip to Maine, go catch our own lobster. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> do a bear hunt while we're there. There we go. Yeah, and I eat put, lobster all we week. Put bear in there. Walleye. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's, that's what I'm going to do next fish. time. I'm going to make some fish. fish tacos. Yeah, I'll probably put it in some foil and drop it in there on top of the potatoes and onions or something. Oh, Salmon would be really good. Love me some fish tacos. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm making shrimp tacos. But. Mm-hmm. Any type of taco. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, what else do you guys want to talk about? So we're basically just sitting here eating our dinner and talking <laughs> in between talking. podcasts. This is, I mean, this is, this is what we do. This is, what, this just is what it is. This is know? the behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff. Don't be trying. We're not going to edit any of this out either. This is what's going on. <laughs> this is us, this is us, us it's, live. Yeah, it's live. We got that, we got that beep button ready? Mm-hmm. Give it a little yeah, we can, beep, we can beep out the customers later. <laughs> beep. <laughs> beep. Beep, beep, <laughs> You guys so missed good. out on uh, the Boeing Mountain Challenge. Yeah, you went to that. Yeah. Excellent. Did Excellent. you win it? But, but explain to everybody what it is. So the Total there's Archery a, Challenge. It's called the Total Archery Challenge. It's sponsored. Their main sponsor is Prime Archery. And it's been in existence out on uh, Western states for, I think, about four or five years. But what they do is they set up 3D courses in the mountains, in the ski areas, and you wind up taking a chair up. And supposedly you come down from where the chairs take you up. Let me tell you, that's not true. You come down halfway and then you walk back to the top and then you come down <laughs> and you walk back to the top. <laughs> and the, guy, the guys that, that sponsor it and organize it, I was talking to one of them and I says, you know, you advertise this as a family fun shoot and there's nothing fun about it. it. It's a good time being out on the, yeah. on the mountain and stuff. Call him out, Bob. <laughs> he explained to me, you know, they're doing they're doing their shoots in Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, New Mexico. So they're they're working with these shoots at you know four thousand feet plus mm-hmm. elevation. So when they came to Michigan last year was their first year. They came to Michigan. This is like a molehill to what they're used to doing. So they set this up and they, they call it a family fun shoot. And let me tell you, you're going home, you're sore, your quads are blown out, your calves hurt, your shoulders hurt. And 
It's the, not a young man's game. No, it's not. not. And there were there were all type of there were all types of archers there. There were crossbow shooters. There were traditional recurve longbow shooters. Uh, a ton of compound bow shooters, and it really tests your ability to hunt in extreme conditions. Uh, Sunday, it thunderstormed like crazy. Of course, they wouldn't let you up on the mountain. You're riding a metal chair and, and lightning strikes and stuff. But after it rained, humidity dropped out. It, w it was something. If you've never experienced a extreme 3D event, check out Mountain Ops, sponsored by Prime, and you'd be amazed. It's well worth your while to sign up for Boy Mountain next year. It did, cool. Yeah, it was. Oh, they do it all over the country. Too. Yeah, mm -hmm. all over the country. Yeah. And like I said, uh, this is second year for Michigan. Their turnout wasn't great, number one, because of the, the, the heat Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday it, it, it rained. It, it it literally flooded the streets and stuff down in uh, the ski area village and stuff, but it was well worth the wait around. You got to talk to a bunch of neat people. How'd so, you do? That's what I think would be fun is talking to everyone, the camaraderie that Didn't score along. my best scores, but it, you know, had a good time. Did some awesome shooting. They had one target that was 120 yards. I 10-ringed it. Oh yeah? yeah. No, that's something to be proud of. Yeah. I'm sorry, you shoot 110 good. yards. That's not bad at all. HHA sites. <laughs> nice. Pretty yeah. sure it had something to do with the guy that set that bow up. At BT Mag. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The guy that set the bow up did. What were you shooting? BT Mag, Bowtech BT Mag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Your loop didn't break. No, the loop, loop stayed in place. Sight stayed on. Yeah. Yeah, everything stayed in place. I did change the string it, out on it. By the way, it's not it's not the quality of the equipment. It's 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 the quality of the person. Putting the boat tech that's setting that's up exactly the equipment that makes the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everybody's clear. <laughs> well, anyway, it's a pretty good talk. We're eating our dinner. I think we're going to close now here and get on to somebody else. So uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHB. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.